This morning, I want to I want to share around um, this concept of of God being faithful and and the reality of that truth. The fact that God is faithful in in the midst of life and all the ups and downs, the challenges and the uncertainty, the fear and the joy. Um, there's one thing that is so powerful to settle in our hearts and minds is the fact that God is faithful. Um, and I want to share a few thoughts around that this morning. In, in Hebrews uh, chapter 11, from verse 1, we get introduced to this um, definition and working of faith um, that so powerfully explains that now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things yet not seen. And, and by that definition, it's a very general definition. I mean, it, it, it can be faith in anything, really, by that definition. Um, no, 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 don't go to the answer yet. <laughs> you see, some people have faith in aliens. I mean, they, they, they assure that there is some life out there. I mean, there are nations that spend billions to try and find the evidence of the assurance that they have for what they hope for. They hope there is life out there and they will spend billions to try and um, find evidence of this assurance of this hope that they have. But, but, but as Christians... Our faith and assurance is in God. It's not, it's not in aliens. It's not in luck. It's not in karma. It's not in ourselves. Our faith and assurance is in God. That makes us different to the world. But also gives us something um, that the world do not have. And, and so we read further on in, in Hebrews chapter 6 what faith is in essence. It's such a powerful summary of the Christian faith. Um, without faith it is impossible to please God. But those who come to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Um, this is a profound foundation of our faith. The fact that God exists. Our assurance of what we hope for is God himself. It is the existence of God, but also the character of God. Not only that he exists, but he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So, so Christian faith is based on the existence of God. God being an all-powerful being. Our, our faith is in the reality of God. God as a concept is an all-powerful being. Nothing is impossible for God. So, so our faith is in someone who is all-powerful. I mean, if, if one just would to meditate upon this. My faith is not in man. My faith is not even in myself. My, my faith is in something greater. My faith is in God who is all-powerful. 
That gives us assurance. But, but more than that, our, our faith is not just in the existence of an all-powerful being. Our assurance of what we believe and hope for is based on his character. I mean, this is, this is profound. We, we don't just believe in a powerful being out there. Our faith is in his character. What we know of this all-powerful being. I mean, there might be a God out there, but, but is he good or is he evil? This all-powerful being. We, we know throughout history, when we look at humanity, power corrupts. And, and we see very powerful men. I mean, just, you know, watching the news again recently on the war in, in Ukraine, we, we see powerful people. But we also see how power can corrupt. And, and so if there is an all-powerful being, is he like us? Who gets corrupted? Is he good or is he evil? It's, it's one of the defining differences between Jehovah and Allah. Jehovah is good. And only good. Allah is both good and evil. So this, even this concept that, that we serve the same God, it's, it's absolutely false. It falls apart right there. God is only good. There, there is no evil in him. Who is this God? My, my, my assurance is based on the character and nature of God. Is he good or is he evil? Well, he's good. That, that changes the way I have faith in him and my assurance in the things that I hope for. The things that I hope for is the things that he has promised. But my assurance in those promises is based on the character of the one who made the promise. Is he good or is he evil? He's good. Is, is he harsh or is he gentle and compassionate? Is he quick-tempered or is he slow to anger and patient? Is he aloof or is he interested in my life? Is he distant or is he close? Is he undependable or is he faithful? If, if one meditate on these things, the, the revealed nature and character of God... We have an awesome God. You know, these days Marvel is, you know, the movie series of all the superheroes. <laughs> They're all flawed. I mean, they, they, they even have gods in there. <laughs> and they are evil. If we meditate on the character and the nature of Jehovah, he is an awesome God. <laughs> awesome in power, but awesome in character. He's good, he's perfect, he's kind, he's compassionate. 
And he's slow to anger. He's merciful. He is faithful. He is the opposite of all the brokenness that we experience in this life. He is the opposite of all the brokenness that I have seen and experienced in this life. I, I want to I share around this one character trait this morning. The fact that he's faithful. Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess. For he who promised is faithful. It's one of the things that guides me in life. It's the character of God. You know, the fact that God is knowable, the fact that we can know him, that, 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 he, that he reveals himself. I mean, God is a mystery. God is all-powerful. He is beyond our wildest imagination. I mean, the whole of creation came into existence by these words. I mean, it, it, it's hard to imagine something so powerful that, that creates by his word and sustains. And, and it's not like create this. It, it is create the universe. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the majesty and, and, and the complexity and the balance within it. But, but the fact that he's knowable, the fact that that, that he reveals himself to us that we can know him. His character is revealed to us. And the assurance of our hope is in the character of God. That what he revealed to us. One of those attributes of, of God is his faithfulness. De Deuteronomy 7 verse 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. The faithful God. Who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. I mean, this, this is the God we serve. He's faithful to a thousand generations. Not only is God eternal and all-powerful, He is faithful to keep His word and steadfast love. And we can have a relationship with this God. You and I, I mean, Andres. <laughs> who am I? I'm, I'm, who are you? I mean, we're just one of billions. And, and, and we can have a relationship with this God. And what is so powerful is that his faithfulness initiates this relationship. It, it's, not, it's not even me that calls out to him. It's he that calls out to me and, and I responded. I mean, I was dead in my sin and my trespasses. And he, and he called out to me. He initiated. He initiated a relationship. In, in 1 Corinthians 1, from verse 9, we read, God is faithful by whom we are called into fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
It's he that initiated. When we were dead in our trespasses and sins, he took the initiative. He sent his son to pay the price for my sin so that I may be justified and come into his presence. I mean, that's, that's the God that we serve. So, so that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. It's God's greatest expression of love and his initiation of it by sending his son. When we were still dead, when we were still enemies, when we were still powerless. And we, we spoke and we speak a lot about the different aspects of God's salvation and his grace towards us. It's, it's our greatest promise, one of the, if not the greatest promise of God towards us, is that you can be saved by grace through faith, <laughs> not of yourself. You can be reconciled to me. I will reconcile yourself to me through my son, which I will send, he will pay, so that you may be redeemed. It is our, our greatest hope in this life. And therefore, 1 Corinthians in the Amplified puts it beautifully. says, God is faithful. He is reliable, trustworthy, and ever true to his promise. He can be dependent on. And through him, you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the justifier of our faith. He's the initiator of our faith and our salvation. And he is the justifier of our redemption. He justified it by the blood of his son. It's a legal term. We, we, we are declared innocent, free, forgiven by the blood of his son. His work on the cross. And, and you know what is so powerful? Even when we fall, he remains faithful. Even when we fall. I mean, 1 John 1 says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Even, even, even when we fall, he remains faithful. I mean, God's, God's forgiveness wasn't once off. In the sense that now that you're forgiven, Andres, I give you a clean slate. But never sin again. Because if you do, you're out. No, it's, 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 it's continuous. Even, even if we fall, even if, and, and we turn to him and say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. God says, you are forgiven. Because I'm faithful. Unlike you. I am faithful. I want you to become like me. It's not a reason for you to continue in sin, but, but I am faithful. I'm the faithful one in this relationship. And I want you to be faithful to those around you. Because I am faithful to you. Another aspect of his faithfulness is the fact that he does not change. I mean, I mean God does not change in numbers 23 verse 19 we read god is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should change his mind has he said and will he not do it 
Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Not only is he able to do what he promises, because he's all-powerful, um, he does not change his mind. Because he doesn't change. Now, now that, that, that is something that gives me tremendous confidence in life. God does not change his mind. As a matter of fact, he does not change. I have this great, in, in all the uncertainty in life and the instability, I have one place of absolute certainty. God does not change. He is the same. Not only is he all-powerful and he is able to do what he promised, he doesn't change his mind on what he has promised. So if he's promised something, he's not just able to do it, he will do it. Because he doesn't change. He's all-powerful and he doesn't change. So I can have absolute assurance in what he says. I can, the, the, there is nothing I can pin my life on except what he says. Well, I can, I can pin my life on many things, but there's no assurance <laughs> that it will be. The only assurance that I have is what God says. That I can be 100% sure of. Sometimes, in, 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 in the best of our interests, we as humans make promises. We, we promise to do some things. I, I promise you, I will be back at four. But we are not all powerful. And sometimes things happen. You might get a flat tire. And you're not going to be there at four. Because we are not all-powerful. One of the most powerful things about God is the fact that he's all-powerful. So there's nothing that can stop him from doing what he says. But then the question still remains, is he trustworthy? I mean, will he change his mind? And this is so powerful. No, he doesn't. Sometimes, you know, we think in a particular way and act in a particular way. But then with time, we change. Humans change. They either change for the good or the bad. I mean, but, but it makes humans unpredictable. We as humans are unpredictable. I mean, I just spent the time with a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. I mean... We were young believers together. We, we followed the Lord passionately together. I mean, we, we, we dated together. Not the same women, but... <laughs> but we, we, we met our wives together, literally. I, I met him a few weeks ago again on a wedding of a... A friend of ours. He left his wife for his best friend's wife. 
And they're living together and and he's changed. He swears, he, he, he talks about women in, in ways I've, I don't know. I, I'm so used to be surrounded by you guys. <laughs> he changed. But God doesn't change. He doesn't. Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 6 verse 17 says, Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his promise very clear to us, the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. I mean, God doesn't need to do that. He doesn't lie. He doesn't change. He is faithful. But, but he wants to make sure that we understand So he makes an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. <laughs> we have this hope as an anchor to the soul, firm and secure. What God promised he will He is faithful. God does not change. He does not lie. And what he promises, he's able to do. And he is faithful to do what he promised. That gives me great confidence in life. I have hope in God and in his word and in his promises. God's nature and his will and, 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 and his promises, the hope that is set before us, he revealed to us through his word. So, so so I have these things. I mean, I have these things. It's, it's full of it. <laughs> his, his, his character, his nature, his will, his promises. This will not change. It gives me great confidence in life in the midst of all the uncertainty. It is, it is an anchor to my soul firm and secure and then God's word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and, and, and this is what Jesus said and he said to him I am the way the truth and the life <laughs> no one comes to the father except through me and I want you just to close your eyes for a moment and I just want you to meditate upon this just close your eyes for a moment Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I want you just to think about that. I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
How powerful is that? This not only brings great confidence in my life, it gives direction and purpose. If, if it settles, if it will only settle in our minds, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That, that it may go to our hearts to believe it. It gives us great, great confidence. It gives me direction and purpose. God's word leads us to God. In, in John 14 verse 20, um, it says the following, And on that day you will know that I'm in the Father and you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. What, what, what a powerful statement that, that God will manifest himself to us. What we need in life more than anything else and what we need in life more and more is the manifestation of God in us. It gives us peace, it gives us joy, it gives us hope. It's when God reveals himself and his word leads us closer to him. He's given us everything that we need to, to grow in a relationship with him where he manifests himself to us. And it's in his presence that there is fullness of joy. It's when he manifests himself. And, and so he's given us everything that we need to come to this place to have fullness. No matter what we go through, if there is lack in my life, the answer is always the same. The answer is God. I, I, need, I need God. His commandments leads me to him. He is the way, the truth and the life. And, and not only in my life, I, I have seen hundreds of people, literally hundreds of people, lives change because they follow the way, the truth, and the life. In the midst of their circumstances, in the midst of their lack, they find joy and peace in God, in, in the revelation of God. It, it surpasses understanding, circumstances. It, it is amazing to see how people find joy and peace in God. When I have to counsel others, I have this confidence in the reality of God's ways and thoughts that leads to life. It leads to life. It leads to joy and peace. Our challenge is, is the fact that God's way and thoughts are not always ours and are contrary to the desires and, and the passion of the flesh and the mind. And, and we often struggle with that. But that is where faith comes in. That's where faith comes in. Faith is being assured of things hoped for, the evidence of things yet not seen. It is faith in God's promises, in his ways and his thoughts. And this is where Isaiah 55 is so powerful. It's the, the, the heading of Isaiah 55 is an invitation to abundant life. Who, who wants an abundant life? I mean, 
this, this, is, this is one of those chapters in the Old Testament that, that, that is, I mean, there's so many, I'm so, there are many scriptures that really radically changed my life and continually to do so. This is one of them. This chapter is, is one of those chapters that defines the way I live and gives me great confidence. And, and I often go back to this. And, and it, gives me, it gives me hope. It gives me joy. It gives me peace. It gives me direction. It, it, it gives me confidence when I counsel others. It goes as follows. It's, God speaks. He says, Well, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You have no money. Come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear. Come to me here and let your soul and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. What, what, what powerful invitation. What powerful invitation is to come, come to the Lord and to listen to him, to draw near to him, to let go of your own ways and thoughts and return to him and he will abundantly have mercy and pardon and here it continues this helps me a lot in life in, in uncertainty in, in, in the mystery and when I do not have answers because because there are so many things that I do not know, that I do not understand, even, even when I have to counsel others. There, there are some things I just don't know. I don't understand. But this gives me great confidence. God says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways, says the Lord. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts why does this give me great confidence it gives me great confidence one I don't have to understand everything because God's thoughts and ways are different to ours 
They are much higher. As far as the heaven is from the earth, that's how far removed God's wisdom is from mine. His way of thinking, his thoughts. I, I, I am but a, create, a creation. God is infinitely bigger and wiser than I am. And his thoughts and ways are completely different to mine. And when I struggle with my own insecurity and my own uncertainty and lack of understanding, why does this give me confidence? Because it continues to say, it says, as, For as rain comes down and snow from heaven and does not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud. That it gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be. That goes forth from my, well, from my mouth. It will not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing which I said. It is so powerful for me because there are so many things that I don't understand and I don't know how to answer. And I want to answer it this way. And I want to think about it this way. And, 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 and emotionally, many times, even when, when I counsel, I, I want to say certain things. I want to agree with you. I, I want to feel with you. But then, then I must remind myself my ways are not God's ways. And my thoughts are not His thoughts. And what bridges the, back, the, the gap between his ways and my ways is his word. Th this is what bridges the gap. Just like rain brings forth life, so does his word bring forth life. It bridges the gap. And, and, and God's word will accomplish what it was sent for, to bring life. And so when I don't know what to say, I can go back here. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I can speak this. This is true. This is the way. This is the truth. This is life. <laughs> if you embrace this, it will do its purpose for what it was sent it will not return void. It will accomplish it. It's to bring forth life. So follow it. Even though it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Just follow it. What will it accomplish? Verse 12. You shall go out with joy. And be led out with peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth in singing before you. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of a thorn shall come up a cypress tree. Instead of a beer shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name. An everlasting sign that you shall not be cut off. How powerful is that? When I counsel myself. I can always go back here my uncertainty, my own emotions, and I can just go back here. What does this say? And choose to follow it. And, 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 and my life is a testimony of this. I have seen hundreds of people do the same and find joy and peace. 
because God is faithful. He's infinitely more wise than I am. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. So I just follow him. I'm often, I am often where Peter was, when everybody was offended with Jesus, when he said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood. He says, Do you, are you also offended? Do you also want to leave? I say, but to whom shall I go? <laughs> Only you have the words of eternal life. And I have come to know and believe that you are the Son of God. That's it. Hebrews 13, verse 8 to 9 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. There are four principles I want to leave you with. First, in, in, in counseling yourself and others. Counseling yourself and your circumstances and your uncertainty in the storms that you face. Four principles. One, turn to God. Listen to Him. Follow His ways. And you will find joy and peace. That's it. It is the secret of finding joy and peace in this life. It's not a mystery. It's not complicated. Turn to God. Listen to Him. Follow Him. And you will find joy and peace. God is faithful. You can trust Him. Therefore, you can follow with confidence his word, his thoughts and his ways. And this will lead you. Like verse 12 said in Isaiah 55, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you. Um, Now, we want to worship you for being a good God. You are perfect in every way. There's no darkness in you. All the ways are perfect. Even if we don't understand them. Thank you that you are a loving God who cares, who sees, who feels, who draws near. And who saves. Thank you that we can put our trust in you. 
even though we do not see, even though we do not understand, we can put our trust in you because you are faithful. You are faithful, Lord. I, I thank you for that. Not that we can thank you for being who you are. That's just who you are. That's why we worship you. But we are thankful that you are mindful of us. That you have chosen me and us here today. That you took the step to call us by name. And this morning, if you are going through a storm, or you're unsure about your future, or you have a lack or a need, and you seek peace, or you seek joy, acceptance, love, forgiveness a new start mercy, help, redemption the answer the way leads to the same person it's gone And so this morning, Lord, we just want to, in our minds and in our hearts, turn to you afresh and new. As we go into this time of, for some rest and for others work, Lord, that we may connect with you afresh and new. Just as to the faithful God. That we may seek your face and, and follow your word. Follow the way that you've set before us. Grant us to trust you completely. And even when we do not understand, to, to trust your intentions. Even, even if at times leads to pain, to do what you said that we will trust your intention. We'll trust your word. That it will lead to joy and peace. And so God, I pray for this faith in us. I want you to take a moment just between you and the Lord and just respond to him in your own words. While the eyes are closed, if, if you are here this morning and you've never surrendered your life to Him, this God that loves perfectly, that loves you, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to Him just where you are. If 
if you want to surrender your life to him, just raise your hand and say, God, here I am. I want to give you my life. I want to respond to your invitation to belong. Thank you for that hand. Is there anyone else? Just, just raise it high. It's just a sign of faith where you're reaching out to him. You can, you can lower your hand again. Lord, I thank you for those who are responding right now. It is why you sent your son. They are more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repents than over 99 that needs no repentance. Thank you for your character that we know that you rejoice over those who turn to you. You rejoice over them. And you welcome them. Lord, I thank you for them as they commit themselves to you, to follow you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will seal them with the knowing of your love. And that you will draw them closer and closer to you. Lord, I pray that for all of us. As we leave this place and we enter a new week, help us to always be mindful of who you are and what you've promised and that you are faithful to do what you said you would do. In Jesus' name, amen.